Well, it was a dramatic morning on Sydney roads after a man scaled the Harbour Bridge. He spent five hours on the beams of the bridges. Police negotiators tried to get him to come down. He eventually surrendered to rescue crews just before 10am, but of course it caused mayhem across the bridge in Peacow. He's now being monitored in hospital, but it was chaotic for motorists and there were lengthy delays northbound and southbound. The New South Wales Roads Minister joins me now, Melinda Pavey. Good afternoon. Hello, Miranda. Now, with 24-hour security on the Harbour Bridge, how did this man manage to get up there? Miranda, if someone wants to do something, uh, this was premeditated. It was a very clear strategy of how to get up, uh, and he did exactly that. We saw him through our cameras uh, for the first time on the bridge on his bike at 4.14. We saw him scale an incredibly high fence at 4.17. You know, very athletic, very agile, very determined with a clear plan. Uh, TMC were notified, that's the Traffic uh, Transport Management Centre at 4.18 and at 4.26 police were on site. So it is something that is incredibly disruptive to the, to the Sydney commuter. 160,000 vehicles use that bridge every day. And what everybody had to put up with this morning was unacceptable. Uh, but, but look, it's not, can... it's not that hard to climb the Harbour Bridge. I mean, I know people who used to do it, um, uh, you know, back in the day. And so you don't have to be terribly athletic. It, I guess the, the real problem is, what if he was up there, uh, you know, with some sort of terrorist I- intent? Well, I think he would not have been able to scale with, uh, with a heavy backpack with uh, that that type of implement in it, but that's that not caused... that, that that doesn't really make us feel very safe, Melinda Pavey, because the well, the problem well, is how happened? did he get to those? Uh, isn't there security around the entries to those pylons? There are only four pylons. He didn't uh, enter at the pylon. It was along uh, the the fence which the train goes along. So he was yes, able but to, to climb up the bridge, he has to go up the pylons because, as we know, there are um, ladders inside those pylons for workers to go up. And the the way that he was able to get up those pylons is part of it because you've had to scale uh, an incredibly high fence to get to that point. And the issue is we have uh, on the pedestrian side. There is a total cut-off to the bridge, but on the rail side, we also need to keep in place the needs and the safety of train commuters if there is an incident on the bridge and we might need to get commuters mm. off quickly and efficiently. So this is the thinking of why the fencing mm. isn't the same on the other side as it is uh, on the pedestrian side. Mm. But the issue is, you know, if somebody wants to cause uh, malicious-type damage, whether it's on the bridge or in Martin Place or at Circular Quay, you know, that is why we as a community have to be aware of, of those those type of signals and signs. And I think, you know, we've done a good job as a community to be more alert for that. But our we had a very, very similar incident to this in 2015. And I think our learnings from that incident, there were 27 recommendations. We've implemented them all, and there's a lot better security cameras, 275, with better quality, and we've got better uh, communication between all government agencies, federal and state, following those findings. Uh, But we need to ensure that that report actually said that our biggest threat 
is actually people wanting to protest um, or cause disruption mm. at a social level. So, you know, that has been borne out in the two incidents, and that is our, our greatest risk. Now, as, I, as I've said, he was on a bike, but just as easily somebody could be in a car, stop their car, and... Uh, and, and and he left his there. bike in the middle of the bridge, didn't he, in the middle of the lane? He did. And and, uh, and I've got to say, uh, we had RMS staff pick up that bike at 4, four minutes, four, at, at 4.18, mm. four minutes after he was spotted. So I think the cameras and, and our processes in terms of, of signalling and knowing that there is uh, somewhere, someone where they shouldn't be has worked. But we will take learnings from this, and, and, and we may need to look at the technological ability um, of, of separating further the train uh, carriage from the pylon, but we can't uh, underestimate that the challenges we might face if there isn't a rail incident on the bridge, and we've got to keep our customers at the centre of our focus in terms of ongoing um, safety into the future. Of course. Now, you announced changes to fines today for people who climb the Harbour Bridge. What is this man facing? We haven't settled on an amount yet, Miranda, but in uh, in the morning I was on my way out to Old Northern Road uh, to do a... Uh, three and a half kilometre uh, road opening, uh, improving the, the northern road. And I thought to myself, you know, what is the fine uh, for, for jumping on to the SCG? And it's $5,500. Mm. And our fine for getting up the bridge is $3,000. I don't think that is appropriate uh, in terms of the impact it has on the on the people of this city. We also then went and had a look at uh, what, uh, say, the Golden Gate Bridge is at San Francisco, and that's a $10,000 fine. And I think, you know, we have to be cognizant that this is a mental health issue, but it's also a premeditated mental health issue. This wasn't a decision someone made at the last second to go and cause this disruption. So we need to send a signal to those people that might be thinking of, of making that type of disruption that, you know, it's going to be a hell of a lot more than $3,000. We've got to work through that um, and, and we'll take our soundings from the community on that as well mm. because the impact and the disruption has been unacceptable today. And I thank all commuters, uh, commuters whether you're in your car or on public transport, um, for their patience. Well, Minister, thanks for joining me. Thank you. And I just might also add, Miranda, that... We could have had a better result today in terms of that frustration if we had the West Harbour Tunnel. Our government, the Berejiklian government, is committed to building that. Labor isn't. We are about improving infrastructure into the future. Terrific. Thanks. That's the New South Wales Roads Minister, Melanda, M- Melinda sorry, Pavey. Let me know if you were stuck on the bridge today. Leave me a comment on Facebook on our website, dailytelegraph.com.au, or tweet using the hashtag MirandaLive. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from.